0: In it to win it. We got Jack, we got Will, and of course, we got Ryan, which it's been a little while. Now you got a giant microphone in front of your face. Do you first, deserve it?
1: First time in the, in the hot seat on New Later. That sounds like
0: a yes, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. We, th- we threw him in, into the fire, and he's got a lot to say. I don't have much to say. He's got a lot of opinions. He's bringing the heat today. That's what he told me before we started rolling.
1: I'm bringing some He said,
0: you put me on that couch. I'm bringing my A game. I'm bringing the heat. I said, all right, fine. I, didn't have, say that. I said, have at it. We'll put a microphone there and we'll see what you got. Uh, have you seen this show before, Ryan? Of course. So then you probably know we get into it. We tackle the news mm-hmm. in the tech segment. We branch a little bit and we answer some questions. It's pretty straightforward. I'm ready. So Willie, do you want to start or you want me to start today? Oh, I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm going to start. And I'll tell you why, because I got this story here. This uh, Energizer phone. You seen this thing? This. uh... (laughs) Ryan, wow. Look at this phone. I mean, what are we doing out here? This is uh, the world's longest lasting smartphone. Okay. Now, you may have seen it doing the rounds. It was at some trade show, and it showed up on a few YouTube channels, and of course, on a number of websites, blogs, and so forth. But not really for the reasons that you would like to have it show up. I think it was kind of like a freak show component. People just wanted to point at it and say that's crazy and it gets clicks because it's so wild. You feel like you need to learn about it. But it turns out that nobody actually wants to buy it.
1: Uh, 11 people. <laughs> 11 people because yeah.
0: somehow in the meantime, since it, made, it got all that press at that trade show. I don't remember which trade show it was. I think it was MWC. It somehow turned into, it morphed into a Kickstarter. It lost the Energizer brand name. And uh, there's an Indie, not a Kickstarter, an Indiegogo. And this is this is the page. This is what we're left with here. World's longest lasting smartphone, P18K, 18,000 milliamp hour battery for days of freedom on a single charge. I think uh, people quoted it like somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 days of standby battery. I don't even remember. What, but it's, it's a huge, it's an 18,000 milliamp hour battery. Typical smartphone, two, three 3,000, 4,000 milliamp hours. But it's a giant phone. And when they went to Indiegogo, even after all that hype and all that interest, they were able to convince 11 people to back it. 11 people, even though the goal was $1.6 million. So you could see the dollar figure there, $20,000 Canadian. These things are around 650 bucks US each. 100%. 100%. 1% is what it, what it breaks down to. So basically no interest. With the pop-up camera and the giant battery, you would have thought there would be some user out there on planet Earth that that was waiting for a gigantic battery in a smartphone, and, and it would be more than 11. It would be some military, law enforcement, uh, podcast listener, somebody.
1: I, I know one. You know one. you know survivor man survivor man out out in the wilderness you know his real name les strout yes yeah
0: i met him actually oh really weird yeah weird he actually when i had the the shop repairing iphones he shattered the screen on his iphone we replaced it for him wow he sent us a uh, after he was a satisfied customer he sent us a photo with a signature survivor man really back in the day yeah that's cool you know who the only other person who knows that story is kyle Cruz. so shout out to kyle Cruz, who was working at the store at that point in time that's a crazy uh unexpected twist
1: but yeah if you're him and you're out in the wilderness yeah I mean, as a last resort I know somebody he, yeah obviously he has a phone so
0: but here's the thing it uh, maybe they didn't promote it correctly you look the early bird special 549 i mean i guess people just did on a whim they didn't want to back this thing and it's a brick and it's heavy and it's scary. It's a scary looking thing. It's Ryan. not
1: for everyday user, obviously. No one wants to have a one inch phone. It's uh, we're going slimmer, not fatter, right? <laughs> I, I think that's we're the going goal. slimmer, not fatter. Yeah. That's so the, I get the, the, the battery life kind of concept. Which phone are you are you using right now? By the way, uh, One Plus Six. Mm.
0: Okay, so yeah, that's much slimmer than this thing. Yeah, yeah. One I'd Plus th- Seven coming out soon. Are you going to switch to that, Ryan?
1: Well, I. I don't, probably feel it's necessary i just don't got need this it. phone like a couple months ago you don't need it like a year you don't need least. it
0: yeah you're a regular guy that's the best thing about you we have you on the show
1: <laughs> it's just unnecessary we have I mean, you on the
0: show and you bring reality to the forefront you're well, a guy living a life yeah
1: yeah that's true
0: you you have a couple beers here and there
1: but yeah i'm not gonna you lie. play hockey here and yeah. there yeah once in a while
0: you have a barbecue here and there
1: i do have a barbecue and you
0: need a smartphone that does smartphone things and like, you're not
1: you're not gonna break the bank for it. I want to get a smoker. Oh, like one of those pellet grills? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. One day.
0: You know, the, the only problem with those is is it takes a lot of time.
1: You gotta commit. Yeah. It's a weekend only. You gotta have a whole Saturday at home. Wait, yeah, we won't go too deep into that, but you can do it in like a couple hours. A couple hours, you, yeah, okay. You can, but anyway. There it is. I mean, they look beautiful. Like that smoked man smoked meat. What about
0: the uh Will, bring up that famous the famous meme, the Mark Zuckerberg meme, just out here smoking meats. <laughs> no, you gotta go. It's a video. It's a video. You gotta bring it up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Get this on. <laughs> get this. Click videos. Okay. I've, I've seen this. Yeah. I think. I... Yeah. No, not the song. Just the <laughs> Uncanny Valley. The the next one down. There. Try that one. That's the unit, though. That's
1: what I'm looking for. Yeah. That green thing in the back. Give
0: us. Can we get a little volume, Will? Just for our own. And smoking. And some ribs I am I'm making meats now Smoking these meats
1: here <laughs> Little meat smoking Little meat
0: smoke, <laughs> So I'm the meat chef Yeah Someone asked me Do I
1: smoke meat Smoking meat Smoking Wow meat. Is this real? This, this is, is real seven, He did
0: a live stream On Facebook Someone cut this though I guess Yeah yeah really, yeah And then they yeah. cut it together yeah. All the mentions smoking Of smoking <laughs> meats for like hours. During this live stream and it turns out he said smoke and meats" like a thousand times. <laughs> this this clip is uh, two and a half minutes, just the term "smoking and meats"
1: and brisket.
0: and some pork ribs
1: on the green egg. Wow.
0: It's like him trying to appear like a regular person. Yeah. He's trying to make himself... He's trying to humanize because he's obviously... Hey,
1: who are these two guys? The founder and CEO
0: <laughs> of Facebook. Yeah. So that's not a normal human life. No. But he's trying to... Like he's got a real fence, a couple birds, yeah, exactly. a few buds over. It's, it's a regular yeah. life.
1: It's a regular life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no one's buying that.
0: Anyway, you can kill that. You can kill that, Will. Anyhow, if he can smoke meat, Ryan... You can, you can smoke meats yourself. I think so. If, if Zuckerberg can do it, it's in your wheelhouse. Anyway, uh, I guess, is it disappointing? I don't know. Probably not. I, we don't need those things to show up in a landfill when people realize carrying a brick in their pocket is not a good idea
1: maybe because it's energizer it's a little disappointing if however they were involved you got a be- soft spot for well, Energizer? no it's just that they're pretty reputable right and they put their name out there and i don't know how they were yeah it looks but- like
0: they bailed it looks like they removed their name by the time it got to indiegogo because on this page there's no mention of energizer
1: no it's totally it's a different company yeah brand, so it's yeah. a
0: very bizarre scenario but anyway it ain't happening so if you watch those original clips from the trade show and you thought that this was the future of smartphones it turns out Not only is it not the future of smartphones, it's not a smartphone at all anymore. And only 11 people were prepared to put down their money, even though the aim was $1.6 million. So uh, steer clear. I don't know. You dodged a bullet if you were going to be one of those supporters. Who knows? Maybe one day it'll be time for gigantic fat phones. But it ain't today. It ain't today. All right. Keeping it in Weird Town for a minute before we get into the more grim news, I have a story here about a Razor toaster. And trust me, we do have some grim news. This is not part of it. Razer, like the company Razer that makes laptops and uh, gaming accessories, they're going to make a toaster, Ryan. Now, this was originally an April Fool's thing, but their fan base decided uh, it should not have been an April Fool's Day thing. They felt slighted, and they they harassed Razer on social media, and they said, no, you said you were going to make a toaster. You better make a toaster. And so the CEO confirms he's going to put an R and D team into a razor toaster for the gaming crowd, so their toaster can match the gaming aesthetic that they are accustomed to. And is it going to be a good toaster, a bad toaster? I don't, I don't know. But uh, it's official now; it's happening. So if you were waiting for this thing that started strictly as an April Fool's Day gag, you now can actually. Buy one, or eventually buy one. It will burn a Wait, Razor so logo do that? into your it toast. It actually does that. Really? That's, that's, well, that's what it will do. It was just a joke. It was just mm. a render. It was a joke, but presumably that's what it'll eventually do. Uh, here's the post from the CEO. All right, I didn't think these guys were going to make it, but they did. It it had to. It was to hit one million likes, and with each Razor toaster tattoo being equivalent to a hundred k likes each, so people got these tattoos. In order to make it happen, and they now have twelve razor toaster tattoos out there in the world. Wow! And uh, what can I say? I'm going to put together my team of designers and engineers. It will take a few years, but I'll be sure to share the progress and make it a community affair. So they're going to. kind of cool, kind of weird. A few years, really? Kinda, a toaster. Kind of weird, but kind of cool. Uh... wait maybe i'm rethinking this right now i don't know how cool is it because then i'm like wait these people are getting tattoos do we want do we want people to to get tattoos in exchange for a toast i don't is it all fun in games ryan or is it darker than that
1: i i think it's a little much to be honest there's the tattoo
0: there's the razor toaster tattoo. I don't know.
1: Maybe if you're really into Razor Toaster. There's a I dozen guess. There's
0: a dozen of them out there now in the world and so that's why they're going to have to make the
1: toaster. What do you think, Ryan? in games or dark side? Uh, Darth Vader. The guy on the right says Darth Vader on that screen, <laughs> but the guy on the left Fun no, and games. No, it's all it's all Darth Vader. I think it's it's kind of strange. I, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Getting the tattoo of the toaster? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> like,
0: right. Right. I, I, feel don't, you. know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's somewhere
0: between the two, but you can't really tell people what to be enthusiastic no. about. You know what I mean? Everybody's into something. These guys are into Razor, and who are we to tell? Look, them? I don't. You like, like the I, Calgary hey, Flames. I,
1: I, so that's completely off topic. I, I don't like you're damn right. it's off topic. I don't want to be a guy that's judging, all right? So these guys want to tattoo exactly. Great. Exactly. I, I think it's a little bit of like a you know, um uh <laughs>
0: What's that? Uh oh. Where, where are you venturing right now? Where are you about to go right now? This is about
1: to get real dark. A fad, or a fad? maybe I don't know. Maybe that's not the right word, but it's like it's like a temporary thing. Sort of like, like oh, you're saying they're going to regret be... it later on. Here's the thing: maybe they felt that they could get their picture on the internet if they got a razor there you toaster, and they got a good transaction. I... Did they? I... Are they going to want? They
0: got their picture. They got their toaster. Now they get to point at the toaster when people come over and say, "You see, I made that product happen."
1: maybe that's a win man
0: maybe that's exciting how long is that cool for not that long look that's... i'm not saying i would do it but i'm saying people are into stuff <laughs> People are breadwinners <laughs> people are into things right yeah, yeah yeah you can't control it you try to control it you fail people are into things
1: but why are they gonna take it so far like what it's a joke and it's a toaster it's the and... internet
0: man you yeah. you 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 hit that many people you don't look he got a dozen he got a dozen yeah. people to do it it's you hit enough people, and you know some people are going it, to... It's you know, confusing to they're me. They're going to take just, the opposite. I'm
1: not the guy to... Now, let it. me ask
0: you something, Ryan. Out of those three tattoos, if you had to have one, which one would you go with?
1: Well, See, the one in the middle actually resembles the toaster. Like It yes, actually looks a lot correct. like it. So it's pretty... Yeah, I'd go with the middle one. Wow. That's a, that's a big one, though. Yeah, I, I would pick that's on the far right. For sure I'm taking the far right. <laughs> far right at least it's black
0: and white you and can cover it it looks so like hopefully. a design of some kind i don't know anyway let's keep it moving <laughs> yeah, I'm, let's, I'm, let's get into some real let's news here on. we started off on the light stuff but now we got real we got real stuff to talk about ryan we, right. we brought you in here for your expertise so we want to talk about the the smartphone marketplace okay we want to talk about the big brands we want to talk about revenue this is the stock mm. market it's part of the i mean it's going to be more fun than that this is not uh, cnn or whatever it might be but uh I'm here on Tom's Guide, actually. Apple Q2 results. iPhone revenue falls $6 billion. Services skyrocket. Well, we know. We saw what happened with their services business. Uh, so iPhone revenue went from 61% to 53.5% of Apple's revenue. And services went up from 16% to 19.7% of their revenue. So Apple, of course, moving more into the services department. We saw their recent keynote. Uh, typical of a maturing brand to, to change their, their uh, revenue structure. Mm-hmm. Once the iPhones are out there, can you really get people to keep upgrading or do you need to get their money some other way? Uh, interestingly, iPad is up a couple of percentage points or just under a couple percentage points, likely to do with the the recent redesign, the pro branding. It's still a, a relatively small component in their overall business. iPhone still dominates. Anyhow, it's at the top of their percentage pile. It's still over half of their revenue tied up in iPhone. Now, sticking on that subject, on that topic, Samsung posts weakest profit in more than two years expects improved results in 2019. Now, they say the S10, it it exceeded their expectations in sales, but uh, they were hit by falls in chip prices. You know, Samsung, they sell components that end up in a lot of other products, and that part of their business is massive, including display panels that they also sell to other brands that uh, are very difficult to manufacture. So anyhow, we're talking about big figures. We're talking about billions of dollars and shifts and so on. Uh, But they're down as well in terms of profits. And then I'm going to add one more to the story, to the grim outlook, the grim smartphone outlook. Google Pixel 3 is a sales disappointment. It sells less than the Pixel 2. Now, the CEO of Google actually came out and suggested that this might be a consequence of a diminishing demand for expensive top tier smartphones in the in the price bracket that the pixel 3 and 3xl operates of course it's at that flagship level close to a thousand bucks now we can speculate yeah on on how this is possible or what exactly is happening but i think it's a, a indicative of a number of factors including macroeconomic factors global economic factors and then also competition so availability of of smartphones that are actually good at lower price points. You say yourself, you're a OnePlus user. Yeah. You've used other phones in the past. You used an iPhone. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was an iPhone user. You've
0: yeah. uh, you've used a, a number of smartphones, and here you are at a sort of sub-premium price point with the OnePlus Six that you're using. Do you feel like you gave up all that much, or do you feel like you're at a good value point right there?
1: I, to be honest with you, and I was saying this before about like uh, the new OnePlus Seven coming out. You know, would I switch and and uh, I, I mean, okay, so I don't think people are switching phones as often. That's number one, including myself. I, I mean, I, I guess I could if I wanted to. I just, I just don't I don't find it necessary. Also, I find it to be a bit of a pain in the butt. You know, even if it's switching to the same device, like not going from different operating system like iPhone to Android, but I think uh, even if you're switching phones, period, it's still a bit of a, uh, you know, there's some work to do and you got to, swap you know download apps and stuff it doesn't all transfer over completely identically and 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 that kind of thing so that's that's me and i think they're that's because phones are are being more well made right they're pretty good yeah yeah so so so
0: so those things that you're mentioning there you may be uh, more willing to to go ahead and switch a phone even if it's a bit of a headache if you see a major improvement mm-hmm. or a major reason to do so but if you're relatively happy then you're like why would i buy like it's it's a headache that i don't need i think you're right i think people are holding on to their phones longer i think phones in general as an entire segment have gotten better we talked about this on the show and cheaper better and cheaper and the two things happened in sequence in tandem uh, there's just less of a need to upgrade so It looks like people are hanging on to their phones longer, and they aren't buying as many of the premium flagship devices based on those three stories. Uh, Next up, I've got something interesting here uh, regarding Facebook. Facebook. Are you a Facebook user, Ryan? I uh,
1: have it. Okay. Like, I don't want to go too deep oh, into this. Oh, wow. But wow. This really got it, you fired up. So, you know how you got the Messenger? You yeah. You have to download the app in order to use Messenger. And I have some people that I just have on Messenger. And for whatever reason, that's what they, you know, prefer to use. So, I keep Facebook as an app on my phone. I don't use it very often. If, if ever, I don't post on there. But I may use it to... To again um, access Messenger, it's barely Messenger. there. Yeah, barely there. And you're like, I no. actually deleted it in the past, and then I have to put it back on so I can message somebody that's only on Messenger for whatever that's reason. That's the only way you get in touch with them.
0: I know, I they're should just, just sitting in a Facebook closet somewhere. There's only one way to talk I'm to them. I'm too
1: accommodating, I should just get rid of it and then tell them that they got to come on a different platform like WhatsApp. Very or something accommodating.
0: Like that, you know? yeah. Now, yeah. did you know that Facebook has a dating? dating app no a dating section
1: no i don't no i didn't know that
0: so this will just found the correct news story here facebook dating secret crushes feature all right tell me what you think about this to me it's a bit creepy
1: what (laughs) secret (laughs) crushes? to me it's a bit creepy it's like we're adults here what are we doing secret what are we what are we 12 years old that's what it sounds like yeah i mean it's 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 a bit it's a bit depressing
0: to be honest this idea that uh I mean when do you actually grow up? So what's up? the
1: idea? How does this thing work? Does do we know about it? Well, the
0: idea this? the idea is that you you for sure you have a crush on somebody in your friend group. That's the yeah, idea. Yeah, okay. All right. That okay. for sure you have a crush on somebody in your friend group. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you can indicate that that's the oh. case. Oh. And then they can privately indicate the same thing. So then you find out you both have a
1: crush Without on each other. the other one knowing that Unless you've, they do. Uh. Like a wow. kind of
0: Tinder-matching thing, but with your actual friends. Now, I should say that Facebook <laughs> dating isn't in, available in the U.S. It's in five countries where it has recently launched. It may eventually, probably will, launch in the U.S. with certain features like this. But t- t- to you, does this have a creepy tinge to it?
1: Uh, I don't know. It's strange. Like, it, where I'm at right now in life, I, obviously, I wouldn't be using it. Um, but maybe when I was younger, I mean... I. I if I was like, you know, a teenager, maybe I would. I don't know. Cause it's like, it's it lets like, you express
0: interest in up to nine friends. <laughs> <laughs> what I, we, what's going on here? Where, it, where is real life? Does, well, it,
1: no. Cause it references poking right there. And I remember doing, I remember poking like not, it you were poking like I was, a lot of no. people. <laughs> <laughs> you remember poking a lot of people I, 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 anyway time. i remember that feature i don't remember using it very often as a joke maybe but like yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure if i would use it or how i would use it but maybe maybe I look don't i don't think i'm talking so much about
0: whether people would use it yeah or whether or not you know it could you could successfully have a connection because of it i i guess what i'm the, the way i'm thinking of it is like man what a Imagine a future in which this is how all your connections take this place. This is how you, like, hook up with it's somebody. It's such a weird roundabout, like, silent, <sighs> I got a crush, like, holy moly, come on, man, man up a little bit. And, uh, it's, where are you going to have any kind of confrontation, any kind of connection that requires some kind of, uh, uh, energy or courage from you courage that's a good word I courage like and yeah. we all had that moment where you had to walk up to a girl or you had to ask for their phone number it's hard or you had yeah. to and you proved something to yourself and it was a kind of a growth moment now i guess we sound like old men talking like that but the problem is that technology you know technology it makes our lives easier and we we exchange convenience all the time for these types of lessons we just say well it's easier to not have the confrontation yeah. but what you don't really realizes what you're giving up isn't the angst and whatnot associated with that moment it's the it's you watching yourself overcome it and then what that means for your personal character to to put yourself into a tough situation and then now if technology continues to get better in this kind of way those situations aren't going to exist anymore where you could overcome anything everything will be this kind of low input uh,
1: saggy no risk lazy right? like you're not risking anything like uh, just- uh,
0: i don't know swipe left and right it's such a passive yeah.
1: it's such a passive way of living your
0: life and technology it truly does enable us to be lazy if we want to use it a certain way and so that's the part that kind of is creepy to me and that's kind of the the, the futuristic part where i'm like Maybe we need to peel back on some of these aspects just so, a little bit. Sorry,
1: is this live right now? Yeah, it's it live five five in five countries. Yeah, it's can, live in five countries. Can we name them? Or I'm just curious. It's not Canada, not the US. It obviously. doesn't. The article I'm
0: looking at doesn't actually
1: list them, but I
0: mean, doesn't really matter. They'll bring it here. They'll bring it everywhere. They're probably. It would
1: be interesting to know how it's working. Like for those. Well, they're countries. not going to tell you.
0: Argentina, Colombia, Mexico, Canada, and Thailand. Oh, it is in
1: Canada. Yeah.
0: So they're doing a test. They like to. Oh, they like to. They like to run tests. Oh. And it's expanding into 14 other countries, Brazil, Bolivia, Chile, Ecuador, Guyana, Paraguay, per- South, all of South America. I'll tell you what.
1: I think that people are going to use it. I think that a lot of people who, who are using Facebook yeah. already well, will use it, especially younger Well, here's the thing. Facebook has
0: been trying rapidly to get young people back on the platform because they all left to go to Snapchat and Instagram. And it's been aging like it's old people on Facebook now. Yeah, it's kind of become a meme. It's like a joke. It's like your grandparents are on Facebook, but that's actually who's on that's Facebook. What's happening, yeah, yeah. It's it's aging rapidly, and young people left a long time ago, and they're not signing up the way that they used to. There's other options now, places I guess that feel more in line with that culture for yeah. them. So this could be a play, a ploy. It's a little gimmicky. At, I don't know if it's getting bring some, people, back. getting some of them yeah. back. But I don't know. It's it, it seems awkward to me. I don't know how i live with myself after uh, participating in somebody. It's just I, can not, see,
1: I can see people using it. It's just younger. not my style. Yeah, you know, is, is, I know. I hear what, what you're I'm saying. Gonna
0: say. It's not my style. And, but the problem is even now as an adult, I can say, hey, that's not my style, but still see a younger version of myself taking that shortcut.
1: I, that's could, what I'm I could see a younger yeah. version of myself saying, "Oh, that's an option." I could see myself using it just because it's easy. It's like that's another what I mean. another option. That's
0: that's the scary part about technology is that it can make something easy that that may have had some value in the fact that it wasn't mm-hmm. before. I see what you're saying. You yeah, see I what completely I mean? agree. I like do. like for example, you and I, we still play hockey. Well, we could sit at home and play video games. Yeah, but like, not that there's anything wrong with video games. But what I mean to say is that there, we, there are some traditional things that you do that are hard, and you embrace the fact that they're hard. You yeah. embrace the fact that it's exhausting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, that's the good part about it is that it's hard to do. It's hard to win. It's hard to – I mean, video games share those things, but there are different ways to play video games. Some people play video games and, and really care about the outcome and compete, and other people are trying to escape and just like turn put hit the pause button on life, and it really depends how you interact with it. But anyhow – Nonetheless, we're moving on. Yeah, that's that's the story. Yeah, it's it, happening. That,
1: that's that's interesting. I, I mean, I, I just I, I, I'd be curious to, to hear be oh, how it plays out. You and, know what?
0: I have another story connected to this one: Instagram removing likes from photos in Canadian tests. So once again, showcasing how Facebook likes to do their testing in places other than the U.S. They like to see how things go and then roll it out. Uh, this we talked about on a previous episode how Facebook was considering removing likes from photos. And now in, in this Canadian test, they're actually doing it. Disappearing likes, photos without like counts. Look at that. So what
1: what's just, the, just
0: that it's liked in general, but not
1: the amount of Did they of likes.
0: say why they did it? Yeah. So the the premise here is that people are that the, that social media, Instagram specifically, is making people depressed. Okay. That people f- lo- will look at a feed or spend a bunch of time on Instagram and then feel worse about themselves afterwards. That they would say, "Why did that person get so many likes on their photo, mm, yeah, and-, yeah. and I got so few on mine?" Like, imagine you're a girl in high school or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, imagine you're a high school I'm t- girl. I'm already there. Okay, well, Here I, I don't am. know why I picked that, but like, yeah. I, I'm just I, I read a study recently about them being particularly impacted by some of this uh, Instagram psychology. But imagine you're a high school girl or a high school boy. I don't sure. know. And yeah. you post some personal photo. Like maybe it's your, of you. It's a selfie, let's say. Yeah. And you have 600 followers and you put it out there and you get eight likes. Mm-hmm. And you were all ready to go dolled up. You had makeup on. You felt good about yeah. yourself and you got yeah. eight likes. And then your next door neighbor or the other girl or the other guy at school does the exact same thing. And they're racking off 10 times the likes. Yeah. How can you not look at that and assume that you're less liked? Yeah, they're probably buying likes. Now, now <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, but that doesn't make it any better. No. The point is, it's a currency, and people compete, and not everyone can win the competition. And therefore, I think internally, f- f- uh, Facebook, who owns Instagram, is probably noticing that the user engagement, if you don't like it, if it's making you feel bad, mm-hmm. you're probably going to you know, delete the app or maybe access uh, it less frequently. I see. So they say, hey, with a select group of people, maybe we're noticing, I'm just speculating right now, but maybe we're noticing a lack of engagement or activity from this particular user. Maybe they're depressed. Mm-hmm. They have so much data to work with. Maybe they can see key indicators, how many times they logged in, how their behaviors change. Maybe they're using it less. Maybe they're depressed.
1: Like there's more going on behind the scenes is what you're of saying. Of course, yeah. their analysis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their,
0: their their algorithms, their AI that they're operating, they probably know way more about their users than, than we're aware of. And, how, and those behaviors probably help form uh, uh, a vision for Facebook or Instagram on each particular user and what might be good for them. So imagine in a rollout if they could say, okay, this person's logging in less frequently. Maybe they're not so happy. Let's try removing likes and let's see what happens and see if they log yeah. on more frequently and maybe the person starts to notice no likes and think to themselves this is a friendlier place yeah I don't mind this place there's,
1: there's not a competition element of like who's more popular it's just
0: people sharing
1: yeah now here's the
0: downside here's the here's the other angle here all social media is predicated on competition all of it how many views how many likes how many shares how much love love is the the life force the engine of social media Mm -hmm. so how can it can it operate can it sustain itself without some form of competition if let's say you removed all likes from instagram or all the platforms out there yeah do you diminish people's willingness to participate on the top end those key influencers who compete for likes are the driving force behind most of the content on the in, within these ecosystems i see what you're saying so if you're kim kardashian and you're getting whatever six hundred thousand likes i don't know maybe more yeah uh you're partially doing so because you get to show your prowess and then sell it presumably yeah f- as a because it's an influencer marketplace so now you're participating because it's a beautiful little business ecosystem for you if the like count goes away, and so does the authority.
1: Are you so motivated? So does the authority. Yeah, yeah. You're
0: less of in it. Why should I listen to them? All the like counters look the same. Who should I listen to? Who's the influencer and who's the regular yeah. person? Yeah. So there are consequences to something like this. I don't think it ever happens Instagram-wide, but I think for certain users or maybe as a feature you can turn on and off yourself. Could be really interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to see. Well, we're not going to get the behind the scenes, you know, analytics on what's going on, of course. But it'd be interesting to see how they proceed with it on, you know, a larger scale if they do going to other countries yeah. or or whatnot, right?
0: I think a feature within the app is something you could legitimately see. We'll have to a, a wait toggle to see. a toggle yeah. button. I got one more. Will I'm going to let you in in a minute here, but I got one more. Uh, On on a similar topic about people's psychology relating to social media, smartphones, and whatnot, this is on Science Daily. Patterns of compulsive smartphone use suggest how to kick the habit. This is a brand-new study, April uh, 2019, University of Washington. In-depth study. They, uh, They actually surveyed, they talked to 39 individuals between 14 and 64, and they tried to figure out what, kind of smartphone habit these individuals had uh, that that what what their addiction or how, how they were addicted to their smartphones and they all had similar answers even though they were so different in age hmm. not that they use their smartphones exactly the same way but their reasons for being addicted or their reasons for being less addicted so their triggers for having to reach for it and use it and their triggers and and the triggers that sent them the other direction less likely to want to use it were similar at all age groups so here's some of the reasons okay in general interviewees had four common triggers for starting to compulsively use their phones number one during unoccupied moments like waiting for a friend to show up i do that all the time and that's at every age group before or during tedious and repetitive tasks they, they feel compelled to reach for it mm. when in socially awkward situations And when they anticipated getting a message or notification, that makes sense. If you're waiting Mm -hmm. for a message or notification, you're on your phone. Now, that's not that interesting to me. That's pretty obvious. More interesting is the common triggers that ended their compulsive phone use, which is listed below that. Competing demands from the real world, like meeting up with a friend or needing to drive somewhere. Real life stuff. Yeah. Real life stuff. Realizing they had been on their phone for half an hour. So in other words, feeling disgusted with themselves that they had just been on there for so long and wasted their time. Mm-hmm. And then last, coming across content they'd already seen. You know that depressing feeling of like you, you're scrolling and you've already seen what's new? Yeah. And it's still the same stuff. It's yeah. like, God, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> so because of this research... Well, these researchers think they may have exposed some of the keys in changing people's compulsive behavior around smartphone use by targeting the common triggers to end the compulsive use. In other words, by leaning into what works for the people who are compulsively addicted to their phones. So, for example, probably the best one: competing demands. Yeah. Don't make it harder on yourself. Don't sit alone in a room, and and pretend that you're not going to be compelled to use your phone you're bored you're you're not connecting with people you're not doing anything so of course that's what you're going to want to do so for me that's the biggest one all of a sudden you're involved in the real world you're having a nice conversation you're at a social gathering you're at an event you're less likely to want to reach for it the real world is great in that moment so put yourself out there more and the smartphone diminishes in terms of importance Mm -hmm. if that's what you're trying to do um the other ones are interesting realizing you've been on your phone for too long that's Uh, software-based maybe you could have app developers remind you like hey this session is 30 minutes long maybe you want to take a break you could probably already do that i'm sure you could you could you could you could already do that but how do apps do it how do they inform you you can go in on ios and on android and look at screen time statistics but like Maybe some sort of friendly warning or noise, like, after that session has reached a certain threshold, maybe 15 minutes. I don't know what it would be for people that would feel healthy, but it's an interesting kind of concept, a little reminder.
1: They do it for YouTube kids, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah, Yeah, they do do it for YouTube kids. But really... We're just kids that are adults. So they should, <laughs> they should probably Everybody do on the internet is a kid, like <laughs> yeah. in some department. Yeah, there's something we can learn from that, I think.
0: And uh, and then the last one coming across content they'd already seen, uh, I don't know how you would I don't know how you would adapt that one, but it kind of falls in line to, with the last one, which is the people that are compulsively using it, they know it's not right. Or like on some level, they realize that too much or if they've, if they've hit the wall of content they've already seen or hit the wall of the half hour, then they start to feel remorseful about the experience because that acts as a trigger to end the behavior.
1: Yeah, it's like a key indicator that maybe you've taken it a bit too far in your session or whatever.
0: So, so what's interesting about this is that people, even these addi- addicted individuals in the, in the study, they kind of get that it's not a great thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's interesting because people like a lot of things and they will make excuses to keep doing it. There's nothing wrong with me. What do you mean? I love my. you're saying they're
1: self-aware. They realize that this is something yeah. That's a within
0: the, within the study, I just feel like there's a growing awareness that like we can become addicted to these things. That they are a substance to be treated in that fashion, and that we need more discipline around the way that we interact with technology. Mm-hmm. And and it's an awareness that's reflected in this particular study. So it's not just a couple of guys talking. Like, hey, man, isn't it? Isn't it when you go to your kid's uh, game and every parent is on their phone? Yeah. Like you start to notice these patterns and you start to wonder like man is the future all of us just leaned into our phones never looking at one another like i think that that i think that that recognition is emerging now and becoming more uh, people are becoming way more self-aware
1: there's actually you talk about uh i was at uh, one of my kids uh, hockey games they had uh a sign it was it was out of town but anyway uh, they had a sign that said something like look up watch your kids you know get wow. uh, off your phone or i forget what it said exactly but there was something that i think even the community rallied around kind of like to put, put your phone down in the arena yeah Wild. crazy hit. Hey? yeah so it's definitely happening we're we're in it right now and it's a uh, it's becoming more obvious. That Another example
0: of that is uh, comedy shows. You may have heard like Dave Chappelle, a couple others. Oh yeah. Where when you show up to the show, you you get this bag with a lock I've on heard it, of this, yeah. and you put your phone in the lock when you're in the bag. Sorry, when you arrive, so that when when you get into the show, you can't
1: you shut off pull your smartphone yeah.
0: out or even think about pulling it out, and then it unlocks after the show ends. Yeah. So you have your phone with you, so you have the comfort of knowing that you're not like leaving it somewhere. It's still beside you, but it's, you just can't access mm-hmm. it. And this it, one right here. that might be it, yeah. And this is picking up steam within the performance community, not just comedy, but also uh, musical performances and things like this to encourage people to just be involved in the moment.
1: Yeah. Like yeah.
0: You, it's it's really I think it's really hard to have the full on experience if you are compelled to you're kind of in two places at once when you're compelled to reach for your phone just the thought of doing so pulls you out of the moment to a degree and so by putting it in the bag you kind of like it's a mental check mark like that's not happening right Mm -hmm. now and now people have made arguments against this saying what if there's an emergency what if my wife calls what if my kid's in the hospital yeah and things like this and it's an interesting argument but human beings I lived that reality for That's true. <laughs> for yeah. Thousands, that's something. for thousands of years and we're able to experience moments and and so forth. So
1: I catch myself thinking about that often, especially when I'm at events like yesterday night I was at the Raptors game for the first time. So I was getting caught Sitting courtside, Ryan. Uh, so you you I guys got, may have seen him in the broadcast. Now, look, Unfortunate I, outcome to the game. It was. Yeah, it was, it was a little uh, tough to. But to, a good game. It, yeah. A close finish. I, I was taking a couple pictures cause like, and I'm not a big picture taker to begin with. Uh, you know, I don't use my phone a lot, but you know, if there's uh, a situation where I think that, you know, it's something that I want to make a memory of. And I was like, you know, I've never been to a Raptors games. So I took a couple pictures and uh, I posted one on Inst- Instagram and, I mean, to talk about likes. I think I think there is 18 likes. I'm not a very <laughs> popular guy, but, <laughs> well, but I, gonna, I don't I don't post a people lot. People are so. gonna go follow you now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, don't don't, yeah. don't 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 yeah. do it.
0: Do it. Well, will put him There's on blast. There's honestly
1: nothing cool about it. I don't post put ever. Put him it's... on
0: blast. Anyway, old anyway. man old man crow on Instagram.
1: So so I, I caught myself and like it just like it does really take you out of the moment. Like even well, though they, I only took a couple uh, maybe three photos. Right. But I was like thinking like oh. <laughs> get that <off> there. <laughs> oh, man. A, what did the he Mexico put? picture. jack remembers this one i sent it to him a while back <laughs> uh, yeah is, is that pg rated that anyway so it just it just reminds me that like you know like you said we did live in a time without these devices and and imagine what that raptors game would have been like you know
0: 10 20 years ago 20 i guess you got to go a long way back but where no one in the crowd would be thinking about being somewhere else or looking at a screen like even you see people uh, courtside celebrities and things like that they're watching their phones half the time yeah and you're like wow man this is a really special experience but still this tiny little screen in a moment's notice can be more it's compelling it's taking my attention away it's kind That's of it's, the
1: one wills bringing up the golf one you told me about it's this. kind of crazy oh yeah this this uh, particular picture of tiger woods 2002. 2002
0: versus 2018. So that's 2002, that's 2018. Like really everyone's looking at their screen. I think it's 100% well, yeah, of Yeah, the or they're
1: all taking a picture. And, of, of- and
0: everyone here is watching the actual event. And it's a, it seems like a small thing, but it really does change the experience. You kind of start to edit the experience. You kind of imagine yourself posting the thing and who's going to see it. And all that mental bandwidth that's associated with the other things that you're doing both from a motor perspective with your arm holding the thing and then also from a psychological perspective of trying to uh commemorate the moment yeah instead of it's like you can't it's like it's weird you you can't really commemorate the moment and be in it simultaneously it's really one or the it's other one or the
1: other and there's a balance out there i think again like i felt guilty not guilty, but like I was questioning on like maybe the third or fourth picture I was taking. Yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Do I need that? Like I took one, like maybe one is where it's maybe at. one's enough, and then yeah. you're done. You put it away, yep. and that's it. But yeah, it's just it's hard not to. We all want catch ourselves. Take that cool yeah. picture. We, we right? all catch yeah. ourselves
0: there. I mean, this photo right here is yeah. evidence of that. And uh, human beings are going to figure it out, man. I'm on the optimistic side with this. I think. We're going to find a better balance, and this is still relatively new technology. I think it's
1: kind of happening already. Yeah, it's happening know, right now. A lot of people know, but they're just kind of figuring it out. We're, like adap-
0: We're adaptable creatures. I mean, that's how we made it this far, and I think people are going to recognize the downsides of being this hooked up to these things, and... And you'll have a
1: little movement in the other direction. Maybe you get to the it'll point where stabilize. you just leave the cell phone at home. You go to a minute. every so like, often. I, cu- I could have done that yesterday. You could have it. left it in the car. Left you it in the bag. Absolutely. Emergency or no emergency, like you said, we've we've lived that way before. So maybe I'll give it a shot next time. See what happens. There you go.
0: All right, Willie, do you got a story you want to bring up, real quick? Uh, just two quick ones. Two quick ones, okay. Galaxy Note 10 exclusive reveals Samsung's surprising design. This is our our buddy Gordon Kelly right here uh, from Forbes. He's always on the, on, the, on the leaks and rumors, and he's got a render here of potentially the next Galaxy Note. And obviously, what's the, the most compelling thing there is the front-facing camera. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, what do you prefer?
0: I prefer it in the corner. Yeah? Yeah, as opposed to the center. I said this with the—so, anyway, the image, if you're listening to the audio only here, the image Will's showing here is a render of a potential Galaxy Note 10, which puts a pinhole-style front-facing camera in the center, top-center portion of an otherwise uh, notchless smartphone. And he's asking me specifically if I prefer that. It's It's a smaller cutout or hole punch than the Galaxy S10, but I don't like it in the center. And this is something I recognized through my experience with the S10, having used it extensively, I feel like the top corner is a better implementation, even though it creates some weirdness when taking a front-facing photo. Like, you do need to tilt it a little bit. I don't take that many front-facing photos. It's just something I noticed testing it. Having it in the corner where you are used to seeing the the typical uh, information up there with your connection, your Wi-Fi, and your time, where where your clock normally lives, it just kind of, like, melts into that corner and you stop noticing it. In the center of the image... It's a prominent location. This is where notches currently live. So, again, I don't know if this render is accurate or not, but I would prefer a corner hole punch to a center one, even though just looking at this as a design, exclusive of actually having to use it, it does look cool, that tiny little pinhole hole punch in the middle. But still, for me, I'm going to say I would prefer the other implementation. I've heard some other stuff about this phone, the upcoming note that it looks it looks uh, most of the leakers and, and the rumor mill and whatnot is pretty confident it's gonna have a giant battery as well as the other that's the other uh, significant development the same enlarged 4,500 milliamp hour battery as the supercharged 5g galaxy s10 so yeah in case you didn't know there a is 5g version of the galaxy s10 it hasn't been talked about a lot because it didn't launch at the same time but it's a bigger it's a bigger unit and uh, it's going it's, to it's, it's a similar form factor to the note series this is a cool render it's going to be a cool device i'm sure if it's anything like the s10 it's a, it's going to be a popular choice and the note series i'm glad it hangs around because it's different it still has the pen and and it's it's nice to have options in this space and not have everything be the exact same implementation so you still have like a pen input device that actually sells a fair number of units from what i can tell You got some questions as well, Will, if I recall you saying a couple of questions. Am I correct? A couple of questions. Okay, let's see what you got. Any for Ryan? No, you didn't even (laughs) know Ryan was going to be here. I'm sure Ryan would get a ton of questions. After people see his Instagram, it's going to be all questions for Ryan after that. Okay, here's a question from Danny. You have had so much exposure to new tech. If you could create your own smartphone, what kind of ideas would you consider innovating, hypothetically speaking? Well, definitely hypothetically speaking, because making smartphones is absolutely difficult. You and I have both seen the process to a certain degree and it's like, it's tough.
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's,
0: uh, it's a tough, it's a tough task (laughs) to make a smartphone. But if I could just like dream up, dream up some kind of smartphone, I mean, you would want something that's like, you would want something kind of like the folding design, but incredibly thin, like way thinner than the current implementation, almost like folding paper, folding paper OLED with with uh, all the various hardware soldered onto the back of it that you don't even have to look at. And this, this is, I mean, this is not a, an exclusive futuristic view. I think this is kind of what a lot of people might imagine for a future smart device. It's something paper thin, that's powerful, has an incredible camera, and can fold out origami style into a gigantic display. And it's really folding phones that put us in this direction because this stuff when you hold onto it, Ryan, you didn't have the opportunity. It really has a science fiction feel to it when you hold on to this stuff. When you're just folding and manipulating screens, it's got like a minority report type of effect where you really kind of feel like you're in the future to a certain degree. Now, as as it's been well documented, the Galaxy Fold probably not ready for prime time. Even the Huawei Mate X, like where is it? They won't send it to me.
1: But, you know they're going to get there. Because it's that close, and
0: and also because of what it represents, it's the aspirational target. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, we're tech companies. We, if you're a tech company and you're aiming at the impossible, which is really where the best tech comes from, then this is the thing you're probably aiming at.
1: Yeah, and I know you were talking about the razor on yesterday's episode. Yeah, the new razor that would be my ideal. it gets really small in the pocket it looks cool i i I actually i owned a razor and i liked it when i was younger and if it's going to be anything like that and it's that small i'm i'd be uh i'd be excited i'd be a buyer i'd be a buyer if it looks like that and that's the way it works yeah definitely
0: it's a cool it's a cool implementation it's totally different than what we've seen up until this point but the question is going to be durability like the other ones because look how crazy thin
1: yeah, it is. Yeah, like the fold. Yeah. yeah, wait to get your hands on it, and then yeah. that'll be the uh, the truth. But it, fold, it is yeah.
0: it is a cool merging of like classic cell phone tech, mm-hmm. like that flip phone. Imagine the Star tech, I think Yeah, you brought that up. Yeah, in the video, it's but, tiny, man. Yeah, and then it folds out into this like ultra wide, crazy aspect ratio that would probably be awesome for watching certain videos. And it's obviously going to be OLED as well. It's just, it's got a cool factor to it. Absolutely, it's still going to be pricey. And I feel the need to talk about that with you know these type of smartphones in general because at fifteen hundred bucks US it's just not going to be for a lot of people, and uh, but hopefully I mean the idea is that eventually that trickles down. Yeah, it's the same thing with the fold. We're not there yet. It's pretty obvious. Like it's just not reality yet. But that's where the best tech starts. But back it, to
1: Danny's question: your paper thin, but it yeah. would be in. Like, yeah, it would have to cool. fold out to something bigger than that.
0: Like really, what I want is a singular device that can. Constitute these experiences, so like it can take over for the tablet, phone, and laptop. So some sort of origami situation. Again, I'm going way in the future here, but I, he told me to dream. Yeah, okay. If I was dreaming,
1: let me. I, I, oh, I like Robin right. like didn't get, get asked the question, here. but he's dreaming anyway. I've always thought what a dreamer. I yeah, and I'm I'm I know nothing about holographic I devices. Oh, holograph. So like that's the way I think. Maybe in 20 or 30 years, but like maybe a maybe it's small and it folds out and then there's like a holographic screen i know Razer tried some stuff with that but yeah. like legit to to have a screen pop up that's not a screen it's air yeah and all the that's a cool typing idea on it that's yeah. that's my dream that
0: that sounds even further in the future than what i'm saying
1: yeah you're probably right yeah. it takes time to do these things yeah so. a
0: lot of time but science fiction is cool um i've seen some versions of it like that glasses list 3d and um, there's actually a company that Will's talking to about some pretty cool hologram product they want to bring by.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, it's definitely okay. futuristic. Yeah, we'll we got to wait and go see with that. Yeah, how that goes. All right, Will, let's do a let's do one more one question. More. Hello, how come you waited so long to tell us who Jack was? Well, oh, you didn't wait long. He did. I guess it was. <laughs> I guess we both did. Yeah. We kind of all participated in the Jack mystery. It was mostly Jack-driven. I would say um, he's a naturally shy kind of guy. Yeah. and uh, you got to respect that. And, uh, I mean, what more is there really to say about it? He, he did the reveal on his own terms,
1: mm-hmm.
0: his own time. It's very dramatic. Hell of a video. Phantom of the Opera style. I've been waiting to, to talk about it again, actually, for a while. So there we go. That's him. And, uh, you know, he's... Uh, look how creepy this is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for those of you that
0: haven't seen it, on the Unbox Therapy channel, it's the Jack Revealers. He's just another day in the office for Jack. That's how he arrives. <laughs> yeah, just
1: a regular guy. <laughs> regular dude, dude. That's dude, how he dude. arrives with
0: cameras planted <laughs> all over the place. And uh, the light's already on at the back.
1: He's filming himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, filming himself. And hiding behind a newspaper with it where'd you get that hat by the way in the reflections was one of the cool ways that people used to spot him yeah oh this was cool this video was cooler than i remember it now that i'm watching this early part of the cut but anyway if you haven't seen the jack reveal go check it out the truth is it all started out of like a real life thing in which J- jack just didn't enjoy being on camera he actually still to this day kind of hates do you hate being on camera still jack yeah, still hates being on camera, which is... Like, I think there's a lot of people like that. <laughs> people are triangulating images. Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a lot of people out there that aren't so happy about being on camera. And I respect that, to be honest. It's, yeah. It is a weird experience being on camera. I've done it a lot, but it's... When you think about it, it's a weird experience putting yourself out there broadcasting. Uh, you seem to enjoy well,
1: it. You decided to. You chose a profession, yeah. obviously, that you knew you were going to be on camera. I or? didn't really, though. Like, that's a weird... Because if you go back early days on box
0: therapy, I wasn't actually on camera. It was just my arms and yeah, the thing. Yeah. And then I, realized, like, I into- realized that that was limited. And then, But, yeah, this is the actual me eventually. But I didn't really set out, like, let's say for this show, that kind of developed more organically than that. Mm-hmm. Like there was, it, was, uh, it was an organic development. But, look, man, it was just my hands in the videos for, like, uh, keep scrolling there, Will. Let's see for how long. It's, it's crazy that that was eight years ago. I don't think, I mean, that doesn't count because that's just an announcement. Let's see at what point I switched over to actually sitting in front of the camera. There's one no, right no, there. no, because that's no. just like a, uh, uh, an announcement video as well. Like, I wasn't sitting in front of the camera with an unboxing video until like probably halfway through the thing, maybe more. Hmm. You will have to keep scrolling in order to find it, to be honest, it's, it, other than an announcement video or some kind of an update you would have to go really far to see me doing so anyhow that's not really important the point being is that being on camera is weird and i think it should be weird as well because that just means you're aware of the whole exchange and the whole experience if it's not weird to you maybe you're weird and willie do actually became more comfortable with it over time who knows maybe even one day jack will sit in the the couch on the couch over here Mm -hmm. in the frame it's quite possible Maybe he wants to come say hi right now. I don't know. No, he, sh- he shook his head no. Anyway, that was a captivating moment right there in broadcast history where he thought about it, but he didn't go for it. Anyway, Ryan, it's, it's a beautiful thing, man, to yeah. have you in town. It brightens the day. Look, Jack's got a twinkle in his eye. Uh, Will's got a pep in his step. You come in. You go sit courtside. All right, You have the time of your life, and you pretend that you work here. A couple
1: more days, And you pretend that you work here. I'm around.
0: I'm here. Anyway, he's here. So if you want to see him again on this show, uh, I guess you can let us know in the comments or with your thumb or something. And if you don't want to see him again, then you can let us know as well. He can handle it. Yeah. He's a grown man. Absolutely. He's seen it all, and he's having a great time in this life, and you should too.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: So there it is.